that go. Uh, okay, so we're live. Um, everyone, welcome to another episode. This is episode four, I think. Yeah, four of uh, Rolling the Ball with Alon Beto. I'm Lalo, and uh, that's oh, no. Beto. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of juicy, juicy shit. Uh, really quickly, I was just telling Beto that we have. Uh, how many listens did I tell you? <laughs> you said 22, I believe. Yes, 22 total plays, and we have an estimated audience size of seven. Um, so thank you for everyone who's listening. Yeah, awesome. Um, I'm going to actually start spamming the links onto like the YouTube highlight and gold.com and shit and see what happens. Um, most of you guys, all of you guys are male. Uh I got 95% United States, 1% from Singapore. Uh, Singapore? Thank you, Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> it might just be a bot, but fuck it, we'll take it. <laughs> I know, for us. Uh, we have 8%, 18 to 22 years old, and then the rest of them are 28 to 34. Uh, a large amount of people listen on Spotify, Overcast, and then other, I guess, is Apple. But anyway, cool. So, uh, a lot of shit happened this week, and maybe we'll start with the highest score difference. Is that okay? <laughs> or the, all right. Well, okay. What do you want to do, Tottenham or Liverpool first? Um, let's go with Liverpool. That's uh, that was an exciting game. Um, okay. So what's up, man? <laughs> seven two, man. I mean, that's incredible. Uh, I, you know, a lot of people were surprised with the. Um, Manchester City losing to Leicester City was it like five two on the on the previous one? Uh, oh. Match day three, I think. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it, Leicester City when they play, they 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 they're up there, right? We saw it last season. Um, yeah. And this time, yeah, they play, played well, and you know, they they won. Uh, was a five two, but Liverpool seven two. Like, what the hell happened? You know, like. Um, I will say that I started watching the game when they were 1-0, and I was like, okay, it's 1-0, you know, like, uh, that can happen and everything. I saw Van Dyke was uh, playing playing on the field and everything. It yeah. was basically it was basically starting 11, and then I realized that the only changes were um, Adrian was in for Allison, and uh, yeah. what is it? Jota um, uh, was in for uh, Sadio Mane. Yeah, but I don't think Henderson started. Um, let me see here. I'm not sure either. Yeah, he didn't. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, no, he didn't. It was, what did you say? Wijnaldum? Wijnaldum? Yeah, Fabinho okay. and Keita. Okay. Um, either way, that's, a, that's, you know, okay, so maybe Henderson was missing. Um, that's still a very strong first team and everything. But I will say that when I saw that Sadio Mane wasn't in there, and I, that's when I was like, okay. This is going to make sense. This is going to be a very interesting game. Um, for those of you uh, uh, who don't, I mean, for those of you who follow the, the league and everything, the game, you know, Liverpool are considered one of the best teams in Europe, definitely one of the best teams in Europe. Um, and I know for, for Liverpool fans, their star player is Salah. But like we've, like, you know, what I've said and you've said before too, Sadio Mane is, to, to me, at least, the critical player um, on this team. He's the one that's always pressing. He's the one that's always hustling. He's the one that's doing all the work. Um, and it's unfortunate that he doesn't get the spotlight and the, you know, not that he doesn't get the recognition, but it's like Salah is the star of, the, a star of the, the team when I don't think that should be it. I think it should be Mane. Um, and this game just showed. It showed the, the importance of him. Um, and how critical he can be. And likewise, too, that we can't um, pretend um, the goalkeeper as well. Although I will say that there was like maybe three goals, three or four goals that, you know, he couldn't do anything because there were rebounds. Yeah, um, yeah three of them. It was just like, right? Like, I think one of them was like Grealish's, Jack Grealish's um, goal and hit a um, Fabinho right in the chest and it just like kind of uh, went to... To the uh, to the far post that Adrian was going away from. Yeah, I mean, there's no way you can stop that ball. Um, but either way, seven two—that's an incredible scoreline, um, especially for a team who was uh, about to get relegated last season. 
right? Um, and I think yeah. at this season, they, they, everyone was saying that they're going to be one of the relegated teams. And yeah. look at that, 7-2. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there, there's just a lot to dissect here. Um, uh, fucking Ad, Adrian's goal, like, I get it, you're a goalkeeper, but I, I – some 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 of those goals like the one like the errors he made I understand because the guy's pressuring him or whatever, but how do you not give a right pass to to someone else like you you were yeah. like he wasn't under that much pressure and he still fucked it up, um, oh. and then yeah Jordan Henderson not playing he was on the bench I can see right here I'm assuming I think they played midweek or something, um, mm-hmm. uh so last season they struggled once he got injured you know and you think of you think about this scoreline and you you think okay. Three of, three of the goal, three of those goals were deflections. You know, one of the one of them was the goalie's goal, the the goalkeeper's fault. But then you think about like, well, I mean, even if they were deflections, like, like one deflection per game, maybe two is like okay, like unlucky. But like three is 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 there's something happening um, there. Yeah. And I think, I think honestly, like the midfield just didn't do its job and let, let those shots yeah. happen, you know, and I think Henderson played a large part. And then I also want to piggyback on what you said about Jota and, and, and Mane last week, Mane had a better game than Salah, but he, but Mane was the one that got substituted and then Jota comes in and he makes that, you know, that beast of a goal. And, and, and that's like something if I were Liverpool's coach that I would have in mind because, um, that's just like not the like that's not reality. You know, that's like you want to know what the potential of your strikers are, I think. Um and then in terms of Aston Villa, yeah, dude, like I I I was one of the people who thought, you know, um they're gonna get relegated because last season they didn't like I would watch some of their games and they didn't seem to want to stay up on the on the top, you know. Like they they just you know, Grealish was being very sluggish um so yeah but then this season they got martinez from arsenal which i was very impressed by his performances um, i have him in my fantasy by the way uh, cheap um cheap buy uh and then they got this striker they just they got the striker which i hadn't heard about before but then they got ross barkley from chelsea who who, who was supposed to be this prodigy from everton i think um McGean was always pretty good, and then you know I think they they, they I think I don't know if Konza was there, but anyway, they they they're starting to they're starting to play much better. Um, yeah, um, and I think I think part of the uh, just quickly part of the reason why I think uh, Aston Aston Villa was able to do this too is because I mean what hurt them last season is that they were just trying to do attacking kind of style of play, right? Trying trying to play like they were playing in the championship, which was. They're going to go forward and attack. Um, but when they came up to the Premier League, you know, the quality compared to, like, the big teams was, like, vastly different. So that's why they suffered a lot. Um, this season, like you said, you know, they did a little bit of reinforcement with the goalkeeper. Uh, you're right. They got this new striker and then Ross Bar- um, Barkley. One of the things for Barkley, I guess, is he put in some work rate in there, um, which helps out and everything. And they kept doing the attacking part, Um that they were doing last season, but this time I think it's just worked better. They they attacked uh, Liverpool much better. Like you said, Liverpool's midfield wasn't really there. They weren't doing anything, and because they weren't, they couldn't do anything. Like we mentioned in the um, one of the previous episodes, um, if you force um, Alexander Arnold and Robertson to defend, then you take away a lot of the attack uh, that is Liverpool, and that's exactly what happened here. Um, they needed to defend. Uh, they used their high line. Aston Villa used the high, Liverpool's high line to their advantage, and you know that's how they ended up winning the game. Yeah. So, so I, I guess uh, I think I think. Yeah. So my question now is, what do you think? How does this Liverpool team reflect now in terms of their chances uh, towards winning the league this season? Like, do you think that? This is just another blemish, or do you think that this is basically we 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 finally have enough data or enough of a summary to see what this league will look like for Liverpool in the future, where you know that they'll do well, but then 
some team, some random team will come and just, you know, plummet them or take them by surprise. I think, I think what this game's going to show is that if you're daring, if you dare to take the game to Liverpool, you can come out the result, right? Um, you're gonna you you you're gonna have those teams that just play defensively, like Crystal Palace, right? Um, Newcastle, Newcastle United, that they play on the counter attack, very sit down, very uh, tight, and they just try to get you on the counters. But if you're willing to take the game and try to make them nervous, uh, and then especially depending on who's playing on uh, on that match day, for example, today you know we we didn't have like I said Jordan Henderson and. Adrian Winston, goalkeeper, um, that might be giving, you know, Van Dijk and Gomez a little bit of nerves knowing that Allison isn't mm-hmm. behind there. Yeah. So why not take that advantage and put them in position where they can get nervous of what should I be doing? What should I do and stuff like that? Um, I think it shows that maybe the season isn't going to be like the past two seasons, three seasons, where one team just dominates the league or two teams just dominate the league. Um Definitely still think, you know, Liverpool is one of the title contenders that can take the game. But as we saw this 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 uh this match day that you know even the big teams can't lose um unpredictably. Right. Um and the whole top six thing, I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a grind because you know, based on the other games, it just seems like any team can beat any team now. Yeah. Um, um by the way like just licking my fingers now they have they're facing everton um once the uh international break they come back yeah well wow, that's gonna be a good game Very is it gonna be at is it gonna be at everton or Liverpool? Yeah, no ever at everton okay yeah either way yeah, in the, it's gonna be yeah I, yeah I, i'm like either way it's liverpool right because both of them are in liverpool um but that's going to be an interesting game because then, you know, I think Everton is in first place right now, right? Yep, first place. At the, it's, it's a incredible. derby, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's incredible, man. That's um, going to be a very good game. I hope that uh, – what happened to Allison? He got a knock. Was it serious? Do you know? Yeah, apparently he got injured. He got a shoulder injury during practice. Um, so they had to, you know, precaution to, to take him out. Yeah. Um yeah, it'd be nice to, to 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 just see have a full squad just to see the maximum potential of these two teams. But if they don't, you know, they're gonna be they're gonna be they're gonna struggle, man. Um, yeah, hopefully they're both they both both have a fully fit squads for that game. But yeah, yeah, very. I'm very looking forward to that after the break. Um, okay, so. I guess we can move on to uh, Mangu and Tonham. So, what happened there, man? What what one six Tonham? One six Tonham. Yeah, a, that was a. I mean, what Anthony Marshall got a red card, right? He did. Um, did you see it? Yeah, I was gonna say I'm like. Um, I mean, I think it's fair that he got the red card, but by the action he did. But it also seemed my part of that I wouldn't say is maybe unfair was that before he did that, uh, the Tongham player, I forgot who it was, Lamela. did seem yeah, did seem to, you know, push him and stuff like that first. Yeah. So I mean, I guess that depends on the ref, right? If he considered that strong enough to be a foul, but he didn't. Um and then he considered that Anthony Marshall's reaction was aggressive, which it was, you know. Um, it's an unfortunate thing, you know. I think uh, based on our experiences when we play, there are certain players that try to get get to you, try to get you, you know, irritated, try to get you mad, try to get you uh, to get anxious, to nervous, to take, take advantage of, you know, of your play. And unfortunately, um, Anthony Marshall... I think he's still young, right? Like, t- like 20, 23, something like that. I mean, it, it uh, Lamela got the, got the best of him when he did that little reaction and he got a record and it cost his team. Um, right, he's 22, 22. he's uh 24 and he's gonna be 25 in December, but I mean, still okay. young. I yeah, I was gonna, 
either way, that's still young, you know, like, and it's just, it was foolish of him to, to get caught into that. Um, you know, Bruno Fernandez scoring a penalty, of course, that's kind of, that's kind of what, what I see now, like, you know, uh, I mean, a Man United, it's a penalty, it's a Bruno Fernandez goal. Yeah. Um, but then uh, Tonham just like went and ripped it. Dude. They went in and just ripped that thing open. Yeah. Uh, by the time I think, by the time Anthony Marshall was a, uh, got the red card. I think they were Tonham was already up like two one or something like that, if I'm correct. Uh. Yeah. yeah. In the first ten minutes, they scored two goals. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, what I would say from this game, you know, people might say it, it was Man United with ten players. Um, but it's just, it's, it's, I don't think that, I think that's an excuse. It, it, what this game showed is the power that Tottenham have. Um, you know, like I said, when we first started doing the podcast, I said Tottenham is the team to, to look, to look, uh, to look out for uh, just because of Mourinho. And if he gets his, you know, two, three players that he needs to fully make his squad, his squad, um, it seems like he has, um, and it's a, it was a very, very uh, dangerous attacking team that I saw against Man United. And that's not including Bale yet, right? Yeah, right. Um, once he comes in, it's going to be a whole different beast as well. Yeah, um, that, that's going to be crazy. Uh, I mean, we're talking about uh, three strong forwards, uh Two speedy forwards, really fast forwards, you know, in Son and Bale. Um, it, it's it's a, a manager's dream. But interestingly, there's, here, there's another connection here in that they want to replace uh, Sosha with uh, Poch. Chitino, yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think? Do you think they do it now? Do you think they wait? Do you think he's a, the right man? Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on that decision? You know, I think um, that's, a, that's a tough one because I think if they do it, if they do it this early, it's going to cause a little problems, um, but it might save their season. Yeah. One um, of the, the thing about uh, you know Solskjaer is that he seems to not have a plan. <laughs> uh, it just seems like honestly, it does it, like. I, I don't I don't see what the team is playing for, right? Like yeah. I think it's just like uh, let's pass it to the quick people and let them run it in, and you know let's try to score and stuff like that. And then when right. we have to defend, we'll defend. Um, like I said before, like you know uh, Pogba, you know I I I don't want to talk bad about him. You know he's a really good player, but he's just not the player that people speak about. Like I don't I, I don't see it. I. I still don't see it. Um, is it maybe because he doesn't have that perfect partner? Like I said before, you know, like before he had like a, with Juventus, like I mentioned before, he had Arturo Vidal um, and uh, Marchisio that were like the hustlers and he had the, the freedom to just move forward. Or is it because, I don't know. I don't know. It's just it, Pogba isn't, isn't doing much for me. Um, then we got a Greenwood and Rashford. Uh, I mean, I think they're good. They're decent players. I don't think there's anything special about them. Um, it's just it's just a team that, um, I guess, because they're hyped, you know, some, this is something that sometimes we talk about how certain players get hyped up too much and everything. Yeah. Uh, or because they play for Man United, they're supposed to be this good, but they're really not. Yeah. Um, and the team is just, it's just, it's just not... It's just not good, man. It's uh, it's an average team um, with an average coach. That it's you know they don't give you some results here and there, but that's about it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they do get Pochettino to be the coach. Um, and I would say that I think he would add like a different um, energy to the club, and he probably would improve the club a bit, mm -hmm. um, the team a bit. Uh, but that, I guess I would go with the – that would be problematic for certain players that don't want to do the running, that don't want to do the defending, a.k.a. Pogba. <laughs> because that's what that's part of Pochettino's role, right? He's, he demands you to attack, to to press, to hustle, to, to defend. Um, 
and he's a student of Bielsa, and that's what they do. They run, they press, they defend, they do everything together. And Pogba, that's, that's been the problem with Pogba. Like, how do you get him to do all that? You know? Yeah. Yeah, there, there's there's a lot of average players in that squad. And um, did, I mean, did you see the, the, what was it, the first goal? Like, Harry Maguire, like, two headers, like, he couldn't take it out of the box. I mean, I think the second one, he was probably trying to pass it to... Back to um, Bekea. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the, who was it? Luke Shaw got there, and then, like, they just did a little trip, and then, like, freaking ended up scoring. Like, it was it was Sunday it was Sunday League football right there, dude. Like, I was like, this is something that I, we would do, you know, <laughs> um, in, a, in a freaking Premier League. That's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, one of the goals, it, it's like they had Orier all open, that the one he scored, and he's just on the right flank. And um, no sense of defending whatsoever, mm-hmm. neither from Pogba, who doesn't want to track him down, or from the defender. Mm-hmm. In those types of plays, I always think the defend is the defender's fault most of the time. But even if your defender's not there as a midfield, that's that's your job as well to like defend, <laughs> to follow yeah. your your guy up to the even up to the last line. Um, yeah. And if you're not gonna do that, then yeah, I don't I don't know, man. It's the, the the one thing that worries me about Pochettino is not necessarily his tactics or his credentials. It's mainly like I guess the psychological aspect. Because after watching that Tottenham, uh, what is the All or Nothing documentary, um, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, dude, what what the fuck is up with them? And I think I think you guys, you like you and everyone who's listening to this knows this. You know, like when you're playing a, a pickup game, there are people who want to win. You know, sometimes they go over the line, but then there's the people who want to win. And there's the people who you're like, why the fuck are you going to even be here if you're not even going to run? If you're not like, oh, go home if you don't yeah. want to play. And that's how yeah. I feel Tottenham was before Mourinho picked them up. And I, and that's not to discredit anything of what Pochettino did to take them up to a higher level, which he did. You know, he he did a really awesome job um, with the money and squad, whatever, you know. But the way, you know, it's just that's just the way the life of a coach goes. You know, you you. You reach these peaks, and then more often than not, not always, more often than not, you leave when the peak comes down. Um, and so I, I fear that Man United have a similar problem in that they don't want to win. They have these average players. And then you're going to throw Pochettino in the fire. Um, but who knows? Maybe he, maybe there was, we never know what's going inside his head. We never know what's going inside the yeah. club. And, um, yeah, we'll see what happens if they do get them. I think, for me personally, I think for Man United, what they need to do is realize that they're not the the big club they used to be anymore. Yeah, I think that's part of what what was continued to drag them down. That they feel that oh, or like say for example, the players they get they get caught, they get bought they get into Man United, and they feel like oh I made it I made it to this big team right, but the thing is that. Man United now is just a name. They're not the big team anymore. And right. and in, in England, they're not the big team anymore. They're most they're probably more recognized than every other team. But when you're talking about, you know, their dominance in their football and how they play, they're not it anymore. We got, you know, Liverpool, Man City. Um I I would put Leicester City over them as well. Everton's definitely playing a lot better. Right. And even Arsenal is like leaving them behind. Like, you know, like, <laughs> and, you know, and from what we're seeing with, Mo, with Mourinho, Tottenham, like, I think Man United needs to admit to themselves, the players in the club, that they're not the powerhouse that they used to be. And they need to start putting in the work rate that needs to get them to be the powerhouse that they used to be. Because that's the problem, right? If you think, continue to think that you're the best team, that you know that you're this and you're that because of your history and everything, then you're not going to press yourself to get to the levels that you need to get to. Right. Um, and I think that's that's a big part of what um, the 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 failed uh, success for Man United is. I think that's the reason why they didn't like Mourinho because he would say it straightforward. You know, we need to improve on this. We need to get better at that. This player isn't doing this. You know, um, I took this team t- from this to that level of success. You know, like I made Man United play better again or something like that. Like when they're like, you know, you can't, you know, Man United is supposed to always be playing better. 
mm. you know, and I remember one of the, th- one of his arguments, one of his uh, discussions once when he was still a coach, Mourinho was still a coach of uh, Manchester United, it's, he said that, you know, it, they need to be evolving, they need to change to, in order to get to where they need to get again. And I yeah. think, like, you know, they kind of bashed him saying, you know, he's saying that Man United isn't big anymore, but that's the truth. When in, t- in terms of football, in terms of playing the game, they're not the powerhouse that they used to be anymore. And the sooner they realize that, the sooner they accept that, the sooner they can start, you know, lying to themselves and actually start improving in the field to make themselves again the powerhouse that they were. Mm-hmm. So. And 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 I think it's crazy. It's crazy that, uh, uh, I mean, uh, ostensibly they have the money to do that, right? But how do you? I think that's a that's the that, that's the bottom question of every club. It's how do you get to that level of that top club, right? Um, and they and yeah, it's they 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 have a lot of work. They're gonna have a lot of work to do, and they better get their shit together, or else. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they need to get the shit together. But anyway, so switching off to a team that's doing better, and I think this might be the last kind of match. Oh no, we should probably the city before we do our fantasy football. Um, but we, we, yeah, we, uh, let's talk about Everton real quick. Um, yeah. So you have Hamas scoring two goals, Yerimina scoring, and then Calvert Lewin just in like a hot form right now. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just wondering if I hope and wondering that if, how long they'll sustain this. Um. If this will be like a season-long thing, because, uh, yeah, you get one of these guys injured in, in their squad, especially in their attack in their attacking line, you you know, and that's it, and that's kind of like a problem that a medium like a medium table le- a team has, you know, lack of depth because of lack of money or whatever. Um, I saw one of the goals, and I'm and the, and you know you're like okay, well like that's why your bench and one of the goals that they scored, Brighton. Theo Walcott, he does not hitting pressure as hard. It was towards the end of the game. Um, I'm like, dude, like that's why you don't start. But yeah, man. So a lot of people uh, lauding James Rodriguez. Do you think he's finally becoming the player that he's supposed to be, or do you think this is a transient thing? What are your thoughts on that? Um. Okay. First off, I think. Let's let's say let, okay. There's a lot of the good points that you pointed out over there. I think if the starting eleven stay healthy throughout the season, this thing can compete. Yeah. Um, it it reminds me. This reminds me. Everton right now is reminding me of Manchester City last season, where they started off you know on top as well. They were they were for a good number of match days. They were up there battling you know second third place. Um, and then I mean throughout the season, whole season, almost the whole season, they were like on two or third, two or three, right? Yeah. Um, and then at the end, it just kind of like started going down and everything like that. I think that brings your point of what you said right now that you know, if you if one of these starters get injured, can someone from the bench, you know, go in and maintain that level of uh, of um creativity or you know that level of what they're having right now to continue to do what they're doing that to me is a problem I think you're right uh right now you know Allen was I think injured or I forget what happened to him and he was he didn't play and he started Davis and they still managed to get through through the game good right still they they got two goals yeah they still got two goals scored on them but they were able to still manage to get that creativity done and everything like that yeah um in terms of uh, what you said, I think if one of the starters, like the forwards or something like that, were to get injured, it would probably uh, hurt the team. Um, unless, you know, like I said, Kalan Schlotte continues to do his magic. Uh, then I think if, if one of the, you know, main starting 11 does get injured, it would be problematic for them. Uh, in terms of James Rodriguez, I mean... You know, honestly, before I didn't really think much about him. Um, honestly, I remember seeing him in the World Cup 2014. Yeah. Uh, his goals were spectacular. I was like, okay, this this guy's scoring bangers, right? Um, and you think sometimes maybe it's like, okay, maybe it's just it was just it was just a good 
uh, World Cup for him. Real Madrid bought him. They took him in, and he over there he did play some good games. Um, he did score some good goals. You know, he has really good um, shots from far out of the box. Um, but you never really got to see him much, uh, especially because you know Ancelotti was only there for like what, like one more season, yeah. and they fired him. And then he moved to Bayern Munich. He did some good stuff there as well. Um, but Ancelotti got fired again, uh, so his his minutes went down. And he went to Real Madrid again, and Sudan wasn't really playing him, so we weren't seeing much about him. Um, what we're seeing is, I mean, it's I think it's just his full potential. Or at least the potential that he had, that people that Ancelotti saw in him. Um, I think he he said, you know, Ancelotti got him with the idea that I'm going to build a team around him, um, make everyone else do uh, the work that he is not going to be doing, so I can so we can let him do what he knows how to do best, um, and it's coming to fruition. Like he, a lot of the the. A lot of the attacks, a lot of the creativity is coming from him, um, or he's 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 around, kind of influencing it. Um, he's a very critical piece in this team, um, and it's just it's just incredible. The two goals that he scored were just like you know, if you I, I saw them and it, it reminds me of like Messi, like where he's just like you know, it's just like he's just walking. La, 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 like, and then he just finds the right time and space to run to it, mm-hmm. and he scores the goals. Like, um, you know, uh, a lot of the things that I know that they always say about the Premier League is that you know it's a, it's more intensive, it's more physical, and everything. And certain players would have trouble playing in this league. And yeah. you know, James Rodriguez is proving that that's not true. Like, as long as you have the brains for it and you know how to play the game with your head, not just with your feet. Yeah. Um, you're gonna flourish anywhere. He's in. He's making this Everton team. I, I, I I'm pretty sure Evertonians right now are kind of don't want to let themselves dream. Um, but they're probably like, you know, what if? You know, yeah. let's just say did it. Let's just did it. Why? Why can't we? Um, and yeah, it's gonna be an interesting season for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Could they win the championship? I don't know, man. I th- I think the Leicester City. I think we've talked about this before, but I I think that they won because they there wasn't like that was one of the worst Premier League seasons like for the top six. And this season, it's like it's not just the top six; it's like everyone competing. But but you know, I will say, like, there's no team. I think there's no team that is performing like we traditionally numb them to perform like or for consistently and that's what makes that's what can give them that you know ability to dream right so you have quote-unquote an upper relegation team almost beat or tied liverpool and, and scored three goals on on the champion right then you have um aston villa an almost relegated team score uh, was it seven on liverpool mm-hmm. you know and then you have now, which we should move on to is uh, 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 what do you call it? A team that just moved up from to, to this division, uh, Thai Man City. So it's really just so unpredictable, at least for right now. Leicester lost mm-hmm. this past week against West Ham. You know they yeah, were doing really well. Really so it's it's for right now. It's just a fucking a fucking Super Mario Bash or whatever. Uh, uh, <laughs> Smash or, Brothers. Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, but but um, yeah. What did you think of that Leeds Man City game, man? Um, they tied one one. It was it was really that was a really fun game. It was one one. Um, but again, it's like I'm gonna go back to the first episode where I was like, I'm excited to see Leeds United, and it reminds me of you know I I mentioned about that game when when Bielsa was still the coach of Athletic Bilbao and. Uh, Guardiola was still uh, with Barcelona and its intensity of the first five minutes, you know, running back and forth and everything. Uh, that's what I saw. Um, yeah. Maybe not that, maybe not at that level yet, right. um, but it was a very intense game where it was just back and forth and everything. And, you know, I think a lot of people are going to fall in love with leagues, especially with uh, Viesa's leagues, because they, they just, they don't just defend. They, they go out there and they, 
and they try to play um, attacking football against the big teams. I mean, how many teams in the league do you, would you say that go to I mean, play with against Man City and they and they just go full on out trying to beat Man City and not just be defensively? You know, even with um, even like you know sometimes uh, when Liverpool and Man City play each other, some of the, they they play slightly defensive. They don't play fully, you know, aggressive with each other. They they try to switch around their, ta their tactics so that they leave one more man behind or they're not as exposed as they would be with other teams and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what le leads us. They're just like, they're, they're the rock and roll, man. They're just like, oh, fuck it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and, you know, try to win this match. doesn't matter if... if You know, they score a goal on me. If they score one, I'm going to try to score two. If they score two, I'm going to start trying to score three. And that's what makes this Leeds United team fascinating. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I I'm, I am nervous for them with their goalkeeper for Leeds. Um, I see him and I'm like, uh, like <laughs> I don't feel secure with him. But okay, that's that. But what what's going on with City, man? You know, Um They're not having the best start of the season so far, from mm -hmm. what I remember. What do you think is going wrong, and what do you think Guardiola needs to do to uh, get them back on track to being back to their old selves? Because, it's like, yeah. Yeah, well, one of the things that I would say is that uh, he's missing his forward, right? His pinpoint forward, which is either... Gabriel Jesus or Sergio Aguero. Both of them right. were injured in the last game. Yeah. Um, and I think they started, they started Morris. And I think, you know, they were doing kind of like a switch around with Sterling and stuff, you know, with the false nine and to the, going to the left, whatever. Um, I think that's one factor, you know, that, you know, that, it, that affects the team because certain players know how to play in certain positions better than others and stuff mm -hmm. like that. The other thing too is, um, again, after playing so many seasons with the same style and everything, teams start getting used to uh, your tactics. Teams start kind of finding the flaws in your in your team and start trying to just expose those things. And one of the things that I realized lately is that a lot of the goals are coming through the side of Benjamin Mendy. Mm -hmm. um, again, he's really good going forward and everything. Yeah. But defensively, he he's lacking something. Yeah, and it's unfortunate, and it's and it's unfortunate that most teams are starting to exploit that area, and that's where the danger tends to come in. So it's either you know Mendy needs to start um, what's it called working on his defensive skills a little more, or Guardiola needs to switch around, you know, certain certain uh, tactics or movements where we can have he can have a certain uh, kind of like a fallback. If they were able to pass through through Mendy to be able to, mm -hmm. to hold that defensive line over there, the other thing too is I think um, you know uh, what's it called Rodri? Uh, he's a really good player and everything, and and he's a uh, as a good defensive midfielder, but he doesn't have the same aggression as Fernandinho. Mm. Um, well, the thing about Fernandinho is that yeah, he wasn't such a a good passer or like like Hernandez's Rodri Hernandez's or you know, a little more trickster or anything like that, but yeah. the man was aggressive, right? He would tackle, he would yeah. find a way to tackle you and try to stop that attack or try to stop you right before you got to the defensive line. And that was one of the big things that, that helped, you know, Guardiola, Man City early on when he was playing the um, defensive midfielder. I think he could still put him in there, but he's, I mean, he's older already. He probably doesn't have the same pace that he used to. Um, I think Hernandez needs to, Get a little more aggressive when it, in terms of when it comes to being able to to cover for different defensive line, um, because it's nice that he can move the ball around and everything, but if they're able to get through you, uh, it just leaves the defense, uh, and usually it just tends to be you know both center backs that, that they need to get through, um, and they tend to just sidestep them, and that's how the goals go. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know if I have much to add to that, to be honest, other than like <laughs> he needs like a fucking uh, Guardiola needs like a real awakening of some sort of or the whole team does, you know. Um, yeah. 
yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's I don't know. Maybe they should have bought like a aggressive uh, midfielder, um, mm-hmm. like like Fernandinho. You know, Fernandinho. I've said this before. Um, maybe to me, he's thirty five. Man, look, he's he's thirty five. Gonna be thirty six, which is whatever. But yeah, I mean, I, it's, I think for me, he's done. As, you know, um, not to say that he was not a great player, but that's just the way the world works. You know. Um, okay. So why don't we do our fantasy stuff, man? Unless you want to talk about any other matches that kind of stood up for you. Oh, uh, no, that's about it. You know, um, like you said, I know Leicester City lost 0-3. Arsenal still won against one again. Uh, 2-1 against Sheffield. Um, Chelsea won 4-0. Good for them. Um, and then Wolves continue to win as well. They won 1-0. Yeah, so um, next match, which is not this weekend, unfortunately, um, we got Everton, Liverpool, uh, exciting matches. Uh, Leicester, Aston Villa, Man City, Arsenal on Saturday, like right after the Everton, Liverpool one, uh, and then Leeds, Wolves. Um, so just some exciting, exciting matches for next next time, next week, no, weekend from now. But anyway, um, do you want to share your screen so we can see what's up? Sure. All right. All so. Right. Uh, well, Beto uh, pulls this out. What we're, what we're doing is, and you guys should join us. Um, we're doing, we're going on the Premier League website and starting to play fantasy, fantasy soccer, or what do you guys call football here. Um, so, yeah, we both picked up some squads, some some we, a squad of of, P, of players, and then uh, we'll see we'll see how we did this past weekend. I don't know if I uh, let's go to game week three. Yeah. Wait, wait, what game week? What game week? What just happened? Four. What game just happened? Four. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's go to four. Um. Okay. Well, I started. Honestly, this is my first. This is my first one. I yeah. don't think game three. I, I think I, I I did game three a little too late. Okay. Um. So game four is the one that I have. Uh, can you see it? Yes. Keep going down. Yeah. Okay, so this is my team. Yeah. Van um, Dijk got minus two points. Yeah, dude. That, that to me was like the disappointment part. I was like, you know, that was one of those players where I was just like, okay, this is a for sure thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, you get a couple points and stuff like that, but minus two is like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Um, for, 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 so for me, my, my line is, uh, you know, for goalkeeper was Ederson. Uh, my defenders are Dinia. Uh, Van Dyke, Cody, and Walker. Uh, midfielders are Hamas, Rodriguez, De Bruyne, Ceballos, and Tielemans. And then my forwards are Calvert Lewin and Jimenez. And then my bench, I have uh, Yoris, uh, Silva, Traore, and Katia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just, just to give folks uh, kind of like an idea, you get uh, 100. Pounds, I think, or euros. Mm-hmm. Hundred euros, yeah. Pounds, euros, some shit. Yeah, and uh, you're you you are supposed to pick a list of players, and then each week, depending on how they they perform or their team performs, you get a certain amount of points, and the better they perform, the more points you get. Um, and then the forwards and the midfielders are the most expensive players. The defenders are next in that list they're like the least expensive and then the, the cheapest players are the goalkeepers <laughs> um so albert got what is it 40 points or 50 points in total i got 50 yeah 50 yeah um do you think you're gonna leave that squad or you're gonna transfer some people out uh, i'm probably gonna transfer some people out yeah uh like you said the next the next match day we have everton against uh liverpool yeah uh so i'm gonna have to take out van dyke from there um uh let's see what else um yeah other than that i i think i like my lineup um you know cody's been playing really good defense for for whoops um Ceballos is like one of those one of the like one of those players that i think is using as the brain for his team uh very good creative player very good with the ball and everything uh I've been following Telemans 
since before he was with Leicester City. Mm-hmm. Um, and I right now I see him play with Brendan Rodgers, and he's been playing really good as well. Yeah. Um, so maybe I have to keep my my uh, my faith in him. Yeah. I just got who did, I forgot who do they play. I just gotta make sure. Depending on who they're playing, right? I need to take risks or not and stuff like that because, you know, if 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 I saw, you know, let's say, uh, um, like right now, it's going to be what uh, Arsenal against Man City. Yeah, uh, I think I'll, I'm going to pull my chips in for uh, for Man City players. You know, just decide that. Yeah. Um, but definitely, I think I'm probably going to switch Van Dyke um, and Thiago Silva. Uh, I was honestly thought he would be performing better, but uh, the guy's not really doing much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So I'll share my screen now. Um, I think you can stop. Yeah, there we go. And then I'll do share. All right, can you see it? Yep. All right, so I got 29 points. So I fucked up even more. <laughs> um, let's see what I did so I got Martinez uh, I really like his work and then I got uh, uh, Aston Villa defender because you know they, they weren't getting scored on that much which it's weird that they only got such little points given that they yeah. but whatever I got Coleman because he's captain I have a little meaning he has a hamstring injury but a 75% probably he's not going to play so I have to sell him no. now uh, Mitchell was honestly just a, a purchase that I did because I ran out of money. And then Justin and Castain have been playing really well for Leicester. Um, uh-huh. They lost last weekend. But other than that, they've been fucking killing it. In the midfield, I got Salah, which she's not even a midfielder, but <laughs> that's the yeah. system. Um, yeah. De Bruyne and Elder Costa. Yeah. And then on uh, forward, I got Werner, which I think I'm going to sell. And then I'm going to sell – and then Richardson is injured. He has an ankle injury. Um, so we'll see. On bench, I got – You know what? What's up? I was going to say quickly, it's interesting that you said about the how Kansas uh, only got like one point and Salah got 13. I mean, I guess because Salah scored two goals. Yeah. But you would think that because they, they had a really good defensive game, I guess. Yeah. Unless maybe they didn't consider a good defensive game. That's why they only gave one point. That's a very interesting thing right there to see. Yeah, so th- that's the thing here. The thing with this is that you're not, and I, th- I think this is why I don't like. I don't. I don't, I wouldn't like this thing too much. Although, yeah, I wouldn't like this thing too much. But then FIFA is worse at this. Is that, like, they don't really give you an accurate portrayal of what's going on. So like Ronaldo was like a high one, like the second highest rated player in there, when objectively, mm. you know, he's been he used to be really good but i don't think he's like the second best anymore so and and that's just marketing and so that's what that's why i don't like these types of things but anyway we're doing it for fun whatever uh harrison cleach um they've they've been giving out great performances i don't think harrison played or somebody didn't play um uh, this because they, they who do they play Leeds. oh i think harrison is part of man city's loan or something he can't play he couldn't play against them they have Jimenez as a sub. Now, if I were playing the system, man, I'm I would sell De Bruyne for me because he's been being he's been low these past weeks, and put in some I don't know who I put, but uh, if I were playing the system, but I don't know, I'll see who they're playing. Who who are they playing against? Leeds? I mean, uh, uh, Arsenal. Arsenal, huh? They're playing Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, Werner too. So here's the other thing. Um, I picked Werner because. I do think he's great, but the thing is, is right now he doesn't have like anyone to like bounce ideas off with at Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea. yeah, exactly. So he's not gonna get that many points. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna, I might sell this fucker, and then, uh, and then, yeah. The only thing I don't like about my system is that I feel, what is this? There's two Leicester City players. Yeah, I have two. Like, it's like too much one team. I wish I could be a little bit more diverse, but. But yeah, I think uh, what happened to the Richal- oh Richarlison got injured in the game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he menaced too, man. Like, what the hell's going on with that guy? <laughs> well, to me, the reason why I chose Jimenez is because I mean he's a little less 
and expensive than the other choices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. he always, even even in games where they tend to lose, yeah, he puts in some good work rate um, and tends to slip in his one assist or one goal. Uh, that's what I. He's very uh, uh, constant, I guess, to me, uh, which is why I was like, you know, maybe he'll deliver a couple points every single match day. Um, like 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 this 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 one this this one that just passed. I don't think he scored. Um, no. And he, yeah. That was uh, okay. I think that's match day three. Yeah, it's match day three. Yeah, this is they uh, they lost. Oh, they barely won. Yeah, see, yeah they won, and he, and but he still he puts in some work rate, so that's why he gets he still gets some points. Uh, that's why for me, Jimenez, I tend to I have him as a striker. Yeah, because uh, um, he tends to still could perform at a constant, uh, constant rate. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I might sell Werner and and put in Bamford, but then again, too much in one team for Leeds because Bamford is yeah. having a decent season, or even Calvert Lewin. Yeah. I might sell these two and then put in Calvert Lewin here. Um, yeah. Maybe even put in sell this guy and put Hamas, but we'll see. The season, uh, the, the next match days. So yeah, I think so. You lose points when you make transfers. Um, but I think you have. I don't know how this works. To be honest, man, I don't know. Neither do I. Honestly, I was about to ask him like, how did you get to have a the lineup of a five three two? Oh, I didn't. I didn't even know that you could. Because mine is a four four two. Oh, you can select it. No, I I don't know. That's that's what uh, that's what I'm seeing. Yours popped out like a like a five three two, and mine popped out as a four four two. Yeah, so I, I I don't I don't know how this works. Yeah, but uh, yeah, because I made some transfers, dude. Dude, like look at my look at my first. I think week two, like fucking, I had Yedlin in, dude, and like mm-hmm. apparently he might even leave the uh, Premier League. Uh, yeah, he hasn't been playing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we'll do it again uh, for next match from next match day, I guess. We have a while, but um yeah. but yeah, so so yeah, I mean I don't have anything else to add to you. Um no, not 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 really. All right. Uh, let's see. No, not really. That's it. Cool. So yeah, um, we'll uh, we'll keep you guys in, in touch. I don't know if we'll do an episode f- during the international break or not, uh, but but we'll see. And then uh, for all those all of those of you who uh, keep checking us out, thank you and uh, spread the word. We're trying to get more people to listen. And then if you want to join, just DM me at my Instagram. I might post it. I might not post it. Um, <laughs> I'll try and post it um, and would be happy to have you and have some diversity of opinions here um, but yeah so uh, yeah so I guess I'm Lalo and uh, that's uh, yeah and uh, we'll see you guys next next episode see you guys peace